What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Wear the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Happy to have you with us on our iTunes and SoundCloud page. And if you're listening to us for the first time, just search Wear the Bear or Golden Grizzlies on iTunes. Click subscribe and you never have to look again. We'll be downloaded right to your phone. You can catch all of our Wear the Bear podcast today, a women's soccer edition of the Wear the Bear podcast. And Juan Pablo Favero, the head coach of the women's soccer team, joining us. And Wampa, appreciate you cutting out after practice here, lining it up and joining us. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. Thank you for uh, for the invite. Nice yeah. to see you again. Yeah, absolutely. Always, always like cutting it up with you, Wampa. We always <laughs> have some, we always have some good convos and everything like that. But uh, wanted to catch up with you and, and talk about you guys uh, start league play coming up this Friday against Wright State. And coach, look, you and I have had these discussions uh, on air, off air, in the locker room, walking through the hallways, those kinds of things. And, and the moral of the story is. Uh, if you're listening, you're an Oakland women's soccer fan. You know the results haven't been what you want them to be, and and in your line that, that I think is is very is very accurate. You say, look, the results never come as fast as you want them to, and that and that's whether that's women's soccer, that you're trying to lose weight, that you're trying to implement exercise, whatever. <laughs> yeah. The results never come as quickly uh, as you want them to, and and you're the first guy that says that. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously we're we're. Uh, in that mode of, of, of grinding through. Um, and, and this is not what we want, uh, not what we expected, uh, for this year. Um, obviously we did bring a lot of new players, as you know, and, um, the, the girls that stayed, uh, on the roster have worked very hard. And so the, the frustrating part is, is that we're playing better soccer. Uh, our team environment is so much better, which I think is our huge, uh, success uh, thus far is is that we've changed our team culture to where it needs to be. Um, but a friend of mine, uh, wiser than I am, has told me, you know, culture doesn't guarantee wins. Uh, good culture doesn't guarantee wins. Bad culture guarantees that you don't win, though. And so, I think we've we've won our biggest battle from that standpoint. And uh, so the the challenge is, Neil, we're 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 teaching not just how we want to play. Uh, we're also having to teach how to win, and so it's 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 kind of a a, a double um, task that we have uh, mm-hmm. in front of us. The the program historically, as everybody knows, has had a ton of success, and we're proud of that. Um, you know that history of success and that legacy of success. Um, but then then there was a, a period in time where where the program uh, was was in headed the wrong direction, and and so now we're trying to to how do we get back to that level? And it is so hard. To, right. to build something. And we're in a business that we want results. We all do. Um, I'm the first one uh, that, that wants wants to get these wins. Um, but we have a process in place, and, and we have to stay true to that process. We, we tweak things. We adapt. But we have to stay true to our process. If, if not, we're, we're, we're like, a, like a ship without a rudder or a sail. Then we're just going wherever the, the current takes us. And so we have to be steady in our direction. And coach, and, and this is me talking, not not you talking. With what you're trying to do with this soccer team right now, and in, in kind of a, a dumbed down version that even somebody like me can understand, with limited intelligence that I have, and even somebody like me can understand is, and, and this is my take on it. And I'll say this, and you tell me, Neil, you're wrong, Neil, you're crazy, Neil, you're right, whatever. For what you guys are trying to do, Midwest collegiate soccer, a, a lot of the times was was kind of a hoof it down the field, get on the end of it, and and hope it works out, and you build your play th- that way. What you're trying to do is more of a, a South American style where, where you, you take possession in your back line, 
and you tic-tac-toe it down the field, and the ball's in constant movement, and, and you keep your possession that way, which a lot of times lends itself to the fact where you have to complete many consecutive passes and receive many consecutive passes in, in a row to be able to do that. That's not something that's going to come in four months, in eight months, in 14 months, in 16 months. That You, you, you talk about culture. There's almost a culture to, to the style of play that you're trying to implement. A hundred percent. And, and that's, <laughs> that's the, the age-old battle, I think, that a lot of us in college coaching have to, to wrestle with. Um, you know, the, if you look at the the, the top level college division one teams, um, I, I think on both genders, but let's just talk about women's soccer. If you look at, uh, you know, Stanford and Florida State and the UCLA's and, um, you know, uh, the Pac-12 teams, the ACC teams, those are the top two women's conferences in the country. Uh, they play. They play a great brand of soccer. The ball's on the ground. They're building. There's, there's combination play. There's build up through the midfield. And there's a change of, of, of pace and um, creativity in the final third. Um, they have the advantage, obviously, that they can recruit the top level kids in in the country and internationally. And and so, I think it's uh, not that it's easier to implement the style, but obviously, when you have the top level players, it, it just clicks a little bit faster. Right. Uh, and then there's the rest of us and the, the rest of us have to make that decision is are we, uh, you know, we, we have to balance, right? Do we need results? Absolutely. Uh, this is a results based business that we're in. And, and, and if you don't win, then, then obviously you get yourself in, in the hot seat. We know what happens, right? Yeah. That's, and that's a, that's the reality. So I think a lot of coaches that may, um, I agree with the style of play of the of of those kind of teams in the South American or a Spanish style uh, nowadays. I think it's more associated with the Spain style, um, even than the South American style. Uh, even though they might like it, I think that the, the decision that they make is well, we have to win. And and so, what's faster to teach? Obviously, it's faster to teach perhaps playing a more direct ball, a longer ball. There's a uh, higher likelihood of maybe uh, success slash a mistake from the defensive right. team farther up the field. So there are some um, there's some logic behind doing that. Um, and for us, honestly, what we're trying to figure out as a team is we, we want to not renounce our, the style that I believe that long term, to sustain long term uh, success, you have to play uh, a possession style of soccer. That's that's my my opinion. That's how I grew right. up watching and learning the game. Um, but we also have to, within that style, uh, have to be vertically threatening at some point. And I think that's the part that we have struggled with at Oakland here this first uh, part of the season. Uh, our possession has gotten a lot better. We're building out of the back better. We just have not created risk in, in the final third. Um uh, as much as we need to and obviously uh, we're struggling scoring goals and so we're trying to tweak things and, and teach things in a different way right now to our team that they understand that it's it's not just possession for possession's sake is we possess the ball in order then to create opportunities where you have numeric advantages or whether you've caught a team sh over shifting to try to win the ball where you have it and that you can find space on the opposite side of the field so we've been working this week on becoming a little bit more more um, more vertical without renouncing to our style um, but it takes time 
Yeah, it, it takes time. Absolutely, and it is time to start Horizon League play this Friday. Wright State is in town. That'll be the blackout brought to you by Campus Den, an ESPN3 game as well. If you can't come out, but we'd love to have you out to the Oakland soccer field as Horizon League play gets going against Wright State. Then next weekend, you guys have a game on Sunday against Toledo. Then the following weekend, uh, Cleveland State as well, and that'll be here at the Oakland soccer field. So, Coach, through all this, and, again, going back to it, not the results that you want and not the results that you expect, but through all this, you have to be able to see that the, that the slate is still clean, right? I mean, in in that respect, you guys have your first two league games at home, so you got to love that your first two league matches are going to be at home and has an opportunity for you guys to get off on the right foot. And it it is that simple, where one result can really – can really pinball the direction of a whole season and put it in a different direction. A hundred percent. And, and, you know, the, the encouraging thing for, for, for us as a staff um, and our players and our team is that um, we have made steady progress forward. And then we had a, a really poor performance at central Michigan. There's no, there's no makeup right. <laughs> around that. We, we were uh, not good that day. Uh, and and not to take anything away from Central Michigan because they were, um, but but we just did not play uh, our, uh, anywhere near what we have been playing, and so that happens and that's short term memory. We have to erase that and 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 kind of focus obviously forward, but but as we do that, we're also looking at as a staff is hey you know we we played some really good games before that uh, where where we started to solve some of our of our attacking issues and. You know, the Western Michigan could have gone either way. and it was tied and in I, the 80th minute. It yeah. was, and I thought, you know, honestly, there were pockets of, of, of time in that game that we were the better team. And uh, that's that's a direct contrast to the, the other three times that we've played Western uh, while I have been here at Oakland where they've honestly have played us off the field. So that's progress, you know, against uh, Eastern, we gave up an early goal, but uh, that could have been a tight game or gone either way. Unfortunately, it went their way. Uh, but that was a good response in the second half by our team to, to grind out a Sunday game on a very hot, humid day. Uh, and then at Michigan State, uh, we we were able to build out of the back and possess and create some scoring chances. And I'll be honest, in that game, their goalkeeper had two spectacular saves. Uh, and they cleared a ball off the line in a corner. And so uh, and they had more chances than their, just their two goals, but but that could have been a game that ended up 3-2 or 2-2 or 4-3. Right. And, and the ball is just not going in the back of the net for right now. And then, you know, that, that becomes when the results are not what you want them to be. It's just it's a, it becomes a grind. And so the mental part of the game becomes that much more important. The part that gives us optimism is that our girls are continuing to grind Um that they're continuing to believe in our process and in each other and that our team environment is very positive right now. Uh, and, and this is one that counts the most as you, like you said, we, we got to forget about the, the first seven games, learn from those things, not, not forget about it in terms of amnesia, forget about the results, but take forward the lessons, both the good things and the, the learning opportunities. And we have to put it together at some point. I believe with all my heart, it's going to click for this team. Uh, I believe in the long-term, um, you know, direction that the program is in. Uh, but I want this right now for this group of girls who has bought into to our message, who has bought into our vision, who has bought into our team uh, environment and, and have given all of themselves into that. And, and I want it so bad for them for this to 
to pan out and pay off and for them to enjoy some of the fruit of, of all the hard work that they've done. And so, uh, again, for us, we're trying to find solutions. How do we solve our soccer uh, problems that we're dealing with? Um, and how do we set these girls up to, to, to enjoy that success? But where we're optimistic is that the girls are continuing to train at a high level, continuing to learn, continuing to adapt, uh, and they're staying together as a team. And th that, to me, is not a consolation prize. But I honestly think that that is our, our greatest success for this year, no matter what happens on the field. And I think the results will start to come. But our biggest success is we've, we've completely 180 have changed the culture. Uh, and that's what we're going to build the program looking forward as well to the future. Well, Coach, when you look at it, too, times are, you know, I, I don't want to say they're at their worst right now, but, I mean, you know, the way that the results are going right now, they, nobody's happy. Let's just say it like that. Yeah. No, Nobody's happy with what the results are. Yeah. But if you have a locker room that's that sticks together through this, what's it going to be like when, when the results are there, uh, when the results continue to be to, to come in? It, it will it will snowball downhill, will it not? Absolutely. And that's that's obviously the – right, we, we – <laughs> We live in an age, and it's not just millennials. We all live in an age, uh, even those of us who are not in that generation, that, that we all want things to happen quickly, uh, especially in, 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 in this country, right? It's, it's We want immediate results, like you said, whether it's about personal things or whether it's about ordering food or, yeah. or, or anything. Buying a car, buying a anything, house. Anything, yeah. right? We all want it, – it, this, this, it, there's good things of that, right? This country blesses us us who live in this country and that we have access to so many things that that if you work hard you know things opportunities come to you right but, but there's other people in the world that that for them to buy a car i mean they had to work years right before they can buy a car forget about a house uh so some of those things right we we have that and we're dealing with millennials who who are kind of want instant gratification right instant results for for do, their yeah. work and we all do and we all want it to be you know a, a, a direct line right our goal to <laughs> be a, a straight line up <laughs> and we all think we know it's going to be uphill but we want it to be straight and the reality is i teach this in a lot of my sports psychology things i have a graphic that shows that it's that it's dips and it's 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 and then you go up and then you go down and then you go backwards and you go back forward again uh, and the reality is that Anything that's sustainable is going to be built that way. It, it, it's not a steady forward movement in the direction you want it to go. Sometimes you're going to have to take steps backwards, down, uh, and you're going to have to overcome those challenges. The beauty of it, and this goes beyond soccer, the beauty of it for our girls is that if they learn these lessons right now, of, of who they really are, how gritty and how resilient and how much can they persevere and remain with the conviction uh, and the determination that we can overcome this together. And by the way, that is the only way that that's ever that we're ever going to overcome this is with that mentality, because nobody's going to come in here and say, "Oh, Oakland, we feel sorry for you. <laughs> we're going to score in our own net and let you have uh, uh, that experience of winning a game. We're going to have to earn it." Um, but again, for me, this goes beyond the soccer lesson, and and um, I've I've been doing this a long time as you know and I've had great seasons and I've had bad seasons and it, it comes with it uh, part of part of coaching right it's just the reality of it um, but the lessons that these kids can learn through this uh, I, I wish we didn't have to learn it this way but it's it's the only way you learn this sometimes it's better that way right it's I mean, I, just to share a personal story, like weight loss struggles that I had, somebody somebody came to me and 
confronted it mm-hmm. right to my face. Yep. You know, and, and in retrospect, you would say, wow, that's awful. But that's the way it got through. Tough, you know? tough love, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, John Gordon says, uh, "Love tough," and and, uh, and that's important. Is you know, we we've told our our girls is is look, we we I love this team. I I, I absolutely love the team that that we have, uh, and each individual girl. Um, I'm I'm grateful for each of them, um, and that's part of why I'm hurting for them is that that they're not experiencing the results yet, and that's the big word. It's yet, and we we continue to work and continue to believe that the results are going to come. Um, and, uh, but, but the reality is, right, is, is we can't tie who we are, uh, our identity, our self-esteem, just on, on, on a soccer match. That, that would be very shallow uh, and very um, short, short-sighted too, right, from, from a coach's standpoint or a player's standpoint. And that doesn't mean we don't care about winning. Like we, I think all of us, if you look at our team and our coaches, we're desperate for a result to come our way and we're working hard towards that um but again there's a bigger picture here um and and those of us who are in collegiate athletics um we have to have the both right we have to have the bigger picture and what are the big lessons that you can learn through this um then again we 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 do have to produce results and so we're, we're in that constant constant battle to do both and you guys will have that battle coming up this Friday. Wright State in town, the Horizon League opener. He is women's soccer coach Juan Pablo Favero. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Thank you all for listening this Friday. Wright State in town, 7 p.m. opening kick. It will be available on ESPN3 if you can't make it out as well. So for Coach Juan Pa, my name is Neil Rule again. Thank you for listening, everybody. Well, see you later.